0: If you were watching us online, I'm going to give you about 10 or 15 seconds, but whatever platform you were watching this on, I want you to stop right now, and I want you to share this. You know how to do that. You share everything. I want you to share this. And if you are not, well, I'm not on Facebook or something like that, you are watching this on something. You need to text somebody or let's old school pick up the phone and call somebody and say, I want you to hear this. I want you to watch this. And if you do that, then you're, you're planting seeds. If, if, if you can't do what I just asked you to do, you're about to get left behind on, on this message right here because this is going to go a whole lot deeper than, ding, a whole lot deeper than that. So I just want to warn you of that. By the way, uh they had a website up a while ago, and I'll just quickly say something about that uh, every hopefully by every Monday or Tuesday, there's always new content that's added to that news page that you were given the uh the sign for a while ago anyhow so as we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, has everybody shared on camera? Nod your head, okay. We're going we're to go to 1 Corinthians 2 verse 1 and we're going to just look at what God is wanting us to know the first Sunday of 2021, which I believe this is going to be the best year for the body of Christ, period. Verse 1, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. Very important scripture. Verse 5, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I'm going back to verse 4. And I'm going back to verse 5. And my speech was not, and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and the power. You know what that means, don't you? I just didn't talk the talk. I produced, I manifest, I made it happen. It occurred in power, in power. Spirit and in truth is the way we worship the Lord and that's also the way we are to preach. In spirit and in truth and also in practice. Demonstration is what Paul said in the power of God. Okay, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man but actually in the power of God. Now, the the scripture today that I want you to uh, you can underline all of them, but I want you to pay close attention to verse two. Verse two says, "I determined not to know anything among you save or except Jesus Christ and Him crucified." And I just want to talk to you for a few minutes because the cross. I believe in a hill called Mount Calvary. Mackie just showed that to you. I believe in a hill called Mount Calvary. I also believe in the cross that was on the hill of Mount Calvary. The, gospel, the, 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 the power of God is in whether you believe or not. I mean, it's there. It never weakens. There, it's not like the tide when it's up and down. It's a constant thing. The power of God is as strong right now as it was on the day of Pentecost. God never sleeps. He never slumbers. He he doesn't get weak. He doesn't faint or his blood pressure doesn't get high and he passes out sometimes. And all of this is bottled up and taken into consideration when Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. And whenever a believer is converted, when when you are saved, and I need to be very clear on this, and I want you all to hear me today when I say when you are saved. It doesn't mean when you attend church, or, and I think I made reference to this Wednesday, or when you get a perfect attendance in Sunday school, the cute little pen, or you get the certificate at Vacation Bible School, or Awanas, or God forbid these people that tells me, well, I was christened when I was eight months. Or eight, uh, uh, all that is religion. Do you hear me? Now it's, it's biblical that we do that with, and you know we practice dedicating our children to the Lord and all of the other sacraments we believe. In. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about today is telling you that when I say Jesus Christ and being saved and knowing Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about all the things that we associate or we hear other people associate with. I'm talking about when you are saved by the blood of Jesus Christ, you embrace Calvary and everything that happened and went down that day. You don't just talk about Jesus uh, occasionally when you you know you get a blessing or a need gets met. Or, oh, my word, I just read the newspaper today. Or I just saw the news and these headlines, and so you run to Jesus. I'm talking about you are the type of person that when you wake up in the morning, he's on your mind. When you go to bed at night, he's still on your mind. And all of those hours in between, and regardless of the circumstances, he has been on your mind the whole time. That's the Jesus I'm talking about. That's the cross I'm talking about. There are so many conversations today that if you are not careful, you uh, will find yourself engaged in all the conversations or any of them. And it doesn't matter which conversation you get engaged in. Anytime you engage, can y'all hear me today? This is critical here. I know I say it a lot, but I want you to get it. If if you are engaged in the conversations in the world then there's an overwhelming chance you are not engaged in the cross of jesus christ and him crucified in that conversation and paul said for i determined when i walked into town i don't know any of your drama i don't know about the headlines i don't care about your drama don't care about the headlines in fact when you come to me you don't even need to bring any of that to my attention for as for me the only thing i know is jesus christ and him crucified and here's what that means that's what paul said and that's where you and i got to get to this year we're not there we've got to get there how do you know i'm not there well i ain't heard you talk about it hadn't talked about it you talk about what you love where your treasure is your heart is amen that's what that's the way it works your passions what you're what you believe what you've bought into is what you talk about that's what preoccupies not only your conversation but it preoccupies the steps you take this morning Wanda's been very very good for a long time, sharing, and I'm not just the only one. There are several of you probably. We we get a scripture that's shared with us. I thought this was so great that God uh, just lined this up, and I said, you know what? I'm not letting go of this one today. It's found in Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13, and you're not going to have it on the screen. You're going to have to listen. It says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man fear god and keep his commandments that's your whole duty did you hear that that's your whole duty that's your duty and part of that duty involves you not knowing anything the world doesn't need the opinion of opie swales I get that and I try to live by that notion and that reality. People don't need my opinion. The only thing people need is the information that I have concerning the cross of Jesus Christ because it is the power unto salvation and it's the thing that will set the captive free, the truth that Jesus Christ died for your sins and he's the only one that can save you. That's what the world needs to hear from me. And this is why this is a us message today. It's for the world, but it's really for the church because we've got to get back on track. We've got to get our priorities back in order, and that is our conversational priorities. We've got to not know anything. Double negative, I get it, but we can't know anything but Jesus Christ and Him crucified that's all that people are going to be helped with is knowing the truth of jesus christ and what he's done for me and you and what he can do for this world nothing else will help them including my opinion so if you talk about other things you know what that's going to produce that's going to produce other things and their results that's all it's gonna produce. But if you lift up Jesus, he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. I know that was signifying what death he, but it had a lot more meaning than just that. Not only did it mean that if he was physically lifted up on the cross, it meant today in 2021, if you and I would lift him up with our friends, with our family, with our problems, with our health, with our situations we run into, with our discouragement, with our diseases, with our disasters, with our dilemmas, all those things. If we would lift him up, he would draw people in because people don't want to hear our trash do You know, I tried to say two things at the same time just now. I'm glad trash got out. I'm glad trash made it. People don't want to hear that. Misery loves company. People want to hear what's going to help them out and be of some type of support and what's going to bail them out and what's going to make a difference for them. And so when Paul said this, he says, you can talk about all the things you've been talking about, but you're going to get what you've always gotten. But if we no Jesus and only Jesus Christ then the world stands a chance of getting liberated from what they're going through right now and I don't know by now this far in this message if you've been able to do any connecting of any dots but I can connect them for you you've got to leave the world alone and all the lies from the world because all it's going to do is escalate this year so we've got to come in and we've got to draw the line in the sand and you draw it not with your pencil or not with your mouse or with your phone but you draw it with the cross of jesus christ and you tell the world on monday all i know is jesus christ and him crucified that's what the world's got to hear the cross meant a lot of things the cross meant so many things The cross was a place of surrender he was like a lamb led to the slaughter the cross was a place of pain by his stripes we are healed the cross was a place of sacrifice he said father into thy hands i commit my spirit it was also a place of compassion he said woman behold your son son behold your mother it was also a place of forgiveness he said father forgive them for they know not what they do it was also a place of promise today he told the thief you will be in me in paradise it was also a place of love for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son it was also a place of loneliness you see he saved others one of them said let him save himself it was a place of rejection he saved others he saved himself you save others you save yourself is what we're hearing right now and that's what the world's doing they're rejecting the message that the the church is trying to tell them but we've to keep on letting them know that only the cross of Jesus Christ can set them free because it was also a cross of humiliation. And they parted his garments, he said, and they cast lots for my vesture. It was also a place for everyone then, it's a place for everyone now, he said. Whosoever will, let him come. And it was also a place of freedom. Whom the Son sets free, they're free indeed and this what I just read to you was the prescription then and it's the prescription right now church people need to know that are lonely the cross is the answer people need to know that are humiliated that it's the cross that's the answer people that are anxious and people that are lonely and rejected and they feel like nobody understands them right now it's just the cross is all they need you see there's people that don't Feel love right now. But Jesus said on the cross, by going to the cross, that He loved everyone. It was also on the cross where all the people that are feeling like that they have burned their bridge. I've, I've burned it up. I can't do anymore. I can't do anymore. God's not going to take me right now. The cross is a place for everyone. The Bible says. In Galatians 6, 14, But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. You've got to read that again. God forbid that I should glory, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. I want you to hear today, brothers and sisters, that it's time this year for us to grab the cross of Jesus Christ and everything inside of our lives. It's time for us to bring it to doomsday. If it doesn't save Jesus, you need to get rid of it. He said if your hand offends you, you need to cut it off. If your eyes causing you trouble, you need to pluck it out. And that's what we've got to do. We have got to come to Jesus meeting time is what we've got to do. We've got to say, and Paul said, even though all these things, I have liberty in the Lord and I can do all these kinds of things, it's not good for me to do them because it might cause Robbie Carter to stumble. So there's a lot of evaluation that has to take place in the life of the preacher and the people and the bride of Christ everywhere because the closer we get home, the more we ought to be. Unloading the ship The lighter the ship ought to get Because I don't need this now I'm holding the cross a lot tighter Than I had it last year You know my mind was on something else That's not even pulpit worthy And I'm not going to mention What that something else is My mind was all caught up in this Because this happened as a result of that And that happened as a result of that And that happened And we had to do this as a result of that But this year my mind's going to be On the cross of Jesus Christ Because the last time I checked When I mentioned the pandemic Nobody got saved But I can tell people what the cross meant And somebody Just somebody somewhere might say That's exactly what I need Give me the cross of Jesus Christ And you won't do it and I won't neither Unless we crucify the flesh The flesh is scared The flesh is proud The flesh thinks it doesn't owe anything else to God the flesh says it's somebody else's job to do it. The flesh says, well, I'm saved and on my way to heaven. Are you, if you're saved and on your way to heaven, there's one language that you are speaking, and that's what Jesus said. You're lifting me up. You've died. Paul said, you've died. I, I've crucified myself, the world. I, I, all that's crucified, you see. This is what bothers me as a preacher. I can only speak for one congregation. It bothers me when uh, everybody, every, everybody, everybody believes and says the same thing. It's, it's, it's a level plank right there. But when you talk about giving, praying, fasting, or just your conversation being Jesus Christ, it's all over the place. All over the place. And see, the upper room, Acts chapter 2, the upper room looked like this right here. It looked like that. It, it wasn't like that. They were in one mind, and they were in one accord. It wasn't a car neither. They were all thinking and wanting the same thing. The same thing. One wasn't his mind wasn't on if if, if his car, uh, you know, if he had enough gas to get home and all. That, and no no no, if if his stimulus check come in, he 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 he, he wasn't, his mind wasn't on that. Everybody up there looked just like that right there. They didn't worry about who didn't come or who did come. I talk a lot about that right now. They, their mind wasn't on anything. Their mind was on the promise that the Lord Jesus had gave or given. The, the promise that if you do what I say to do, you're going to get what I say you is coming that you can get. And see, and until this church right here, we get on the same. This is not a mad, negative, bad man. Oh my word! First day he could have said something. You know, first, first Sunday man, why didn't he say something? You know, good, fluffy, all, all that. Listen, you gotta. You better snap out of that world out there. I'm telling you, I'm just trying to. When the trumpet, you know what I do? I'm gonna get back to preaching. But you know what I do? I spend a lot of time trying to. God help me, help me, Lord, because. I don't know what people are going to do, and I'm not going to be here then. But that that moment, that jaw-dropping moment, when people that sat in the church I pastored realized that the trumpet did sound. And here's what's so warped about when that time comes: people have been conditioned over the past year, and All they got to do is say, well, you know, there's there's aliens that come. All these zombie and alien movies come out, you know, UFO channel, discovery, all all this stuff. All they got to do is tell you now and give me more, give me more. That's where we are. Because we don't, we don't, I'm not being funny. We don't have a discerning group of people here. We don't. And that's where we got to get. We got to get right there. Do you hear me today? I'm not being mean. I'm not trying to be mean, funny, sarcastic, or nothing. I'm being real about the cross of Jesus Christ because what I know, this is what I know, when you get your arms around that cross, you shut out all that mess, and you can see it before it comes. You don't wait on the devil to hit you on the head. You smell him a country mile away, and you tell him, get behind me, Satan, before he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You don't have to wait on the bad day. You can... Fight the Joker out, and you see him and you know him. And my sheep know my voice, so I know when it's not the voice of my father, and I have to tell him to shut up, get away, not here, you don't have me anymore. And that's where we got to get to, you see. You can't get there without the cross. You can't get there without going back to the cross and never leaving the cross. See, a lot of people went to the cross and let go of it and grabbed church and grab religion and grab just stuff. You can't do that. We're living in such a critical time right now. The, the, the stakes are so high for your conscience, your awareness, your allegiance, everything, and you don't have any insulation against that unless you are walking in the Spirit and you know Jesus Christ and He's the only thing you want to talk to people about. That's all. That's all. Just had to get it off my chest. But I'm a worried man. I'm a worried man. And I'm... Asking God every day, Lord, what do we do? What can we do? I know that this Bible right here that I preach out of, I read out of, you got one too, I know you do. I I know this Bible right here is not a lie. I know what God did with 120 people over 2,000 years ago. I know for a fact that that same God can move in ways that we've never even read about in here. God can do it. The God I'm talking about, I'm not talking about uh, if we can, uh, a COVID, if we can have church Sunday God. I'm not talking about if everybody else sees it the same way. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the God I serve, the great I am, is able to pour out blessings that you've never seen before. God is able to do a work that we cannot even explain because the joy that comes from the work is more than we can put into words when we talk to people in the world. And this is what God's wanting to do and I need you to stand right now, if you will. And I want to tell you this, folks. All over this building, And people watching us, that when you realize it was on the old rugged cross, place called Calvary, when you realize, Lord, I I hadn't been there in a long time. And and that's where everything is. That's where everything is. That's where everything, the old rugged cross, that's where it is. Because if Je- we just got through celebrating the manger I know all that But let me tell you something The manger was the housing That Jesus came into Before he went to a cruel cross that, That's what He came to that manger So he could get to the cross He did say Father if there's any way Let this cup pass from me But he also said You know He went to the cross for the joy. The joy to know that you and I don't have to live captive. You know, we're living in times right now that people's never seen before. We've heard stories about the Great Depression and all that, and and all the wars and and all those things. We've heard about all those things. But do you know people were just as manipulated back then in the 20s and 30s? Do you all understand what I'm telling you? People were manipulated and scared and taken advantage of back then just like they are today. But there was a group of people somewhere that was on fire for God and people had Holy Ghost camp meeting, revival, prayer meetings, and God moved and did miraculous things in the middle of the worst times. And I'm telling all of you today that that you are ready to leave this building and you're ready to change that whole conversation. Listen, and people, I'm gonna tell you what it's gonna do. What I'm telling you today, again, I'm not being funny, but it's about to buy you a lot of time, because all these people that just yak, yak, yak about nothing, when the, when you don't deliver back and give in to their mess and drama and hype and all this, oh, you just talk about. Uh, there, there's one man I I I can call his name not in this church never been to this church but he can start talking to me doesn't claim to know the lord he doesn't start talking to me i mean when he does start talking to me i know that when i'm about ready to go now y'all gonna think back i'm about to wash away everything i just said and i hope not but when i've when i've had about all the the time i can donate to the situation i just start asking him about his family and are they in church well I gotta go now and he starts crying he starts crying because he knows the truth and people will shut you down and they'll leave when you start talking about the cross but I'm telling you this outside of that conversation there there's no other hope anywhere else there there's no hope anywhere else there's no hope right here the cross We're going to pray a prayer. Maybe they'll sing that with us and we'll sing together. And then we're going to do something. I don't know if I've ever done this, but one time. So the people that are watching will know too. But at the end, end of this this prayer and song, we're just going to play a video. Do we have the video? I, I I can't remember if I gave it to you. Okay. Thank you. We're going to play a video. I could have asked the characters or Mackie to do it, but the Lord just said, no, I just want everybody to see it. That's the message I want you to leave with today. We're people of the cross. We're not people of COVID. We're not people of uh, voting. We're not people of uh, economy. We're not people of, we're people of the cross. Amen. We're people of the cross. That's all we are. We are people of the cross. And if you want to see the best year you've ever seen, you become a person of the cross. All I know, a guy I went to college with, and people start talking to him, and when he wouldn't want to get into something, he said, all I know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's what he'd say. All I know is Jesus Christ and him crucified. But I know that for a fact. And I'll I'll cherish the old rugged cross. And this is the part I love. Till my trophies. I'm going to lay them down. I will. Here's what we're doing I will cling to the old rugged cross. Some day for, for a crown, so I'll cherish. So I'll cherish the
1: rugged Grow till my trophies.
0: Till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling. Everybody that don't even know it, you know it now. So I want you to let's sing it. Hallelujah. you oh, I, th- th- I thank you Lord I thank you that you led and died on a cross Lord and you took care of many more things outside of what was said here today Lord so many things but, but we've got to want you we've got to be crucified on that cross with you in order to get the benefit of that cross from you Lord And I pray every person that's here or online if you are not a believer where you are we made mention to the thief on the cross all you have to do is say Jesus forgive me of my sins I repent I thank you for what you did for me on the cross I'm dedicating the rest of my life to you worshiping you following you I'm gonna be in your word And I'm not gonna get caught up into things that's not gonna help people out. And it's only gonna bring calamity to my own life. If you pray that prayer, mean it, the Lord will save you right where you are. And we'll see you forever in heaven. God and I do, I lift up people because if people are not born again, if they don't know you, Lord, Oh, Father God. Lord, it's not going to be good and it's only going to get more chaotic, Lord. But but we're going to leave this building with peace that passes understanding. I give you praise, Lord. I won't I want everybody that's watching and listening i want you to pray with me wholeheartedly between now and um, wednesday i know some of you may be out of town or work out of town but everybody else listen we can pray regardless of where we are and and i want us to pray that god would move in a mighty way and and we would be people that only lift Jesus up. You don't have to worry about doing it physically like the soldiers did. All you gotta do is with your voice. And I want you to, if you have to go, I understand that, but I want you to leave here with this this message, that we are people of the cross. You're gonna see some scriptures that are shown as part of this video And I I want you to make sure that you just pay attention. And then we will see you Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. So if you'd please watch and then we'll dismiss you out the exits.
1: Home, we're heading home we journey on to see our savior face to face close we're getting close our joy is rising higher with each step we take for Your spirit burns within us brighter every day. Brighter every day. Forward unto Jesus. We are the people of the cross. We choose Christ and count all else as lost. We will be shaken won't be taken we are as we